0: This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Mingleton and
1: WNBF.com.
0: This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
2: Good morning. It's 6.04. Some areas of fog possible for your very early morning commute today. Unseasonably warm and unusually warm for this time of day. 71 degrees. Currently, the dew point is at 66. That is in the humid range. The humidity is at 84%. Heat index, index not playing in just yet. Forecast calling for scattered showers and thunderstorms throughout the day today. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain and a high today in the low to mid-80s. New York is very close to dropping most of the remaining COVID-19 restrictions, but it's going to take the cooperation of the handful of vaccination holdouts in the state in order for everyone to be able to toss out social distancing, disinfection routines, health screenings, and offering up of information for contact tracing. Governor Cuomo says once 70% of New Yorkers aged 18 and older have received their first dose of the vaccine, the mandates can go. According to federal data, about 68.7% of New York adults have had at least one dose. New York has had some businesses like Major League Sports, the state, and some other localities have offered a variety of incentives to try to get the lagging vaccination numbers to pick back up. It's hoped just dangling the prospect of doing away with a majority of restrictions that continue to shackle normal life will be enough to push the hesitant into getting the shot, to stop the emergence of new variants of the virus, and to achieve herd immunity. Once the 70% is reached, New York forward guidelines will become Optional for retail, food services, offices, gyms, amusement parks, entertainment venues, salons, and other commercial settings. Transportation, nursing home locations, and hospitals would still be following state guidelines. New York State Police are investigating a fatal crash in the town of Sanford. Troopers were called to the scene of a rollover crash on State Route 17 near Exit 84, shortly before 4 p.m. on Saturday. Backseat passenger 62-year-old Miriam Jimenez of Middletown was found dead in the Honda Civic. The driver, 23-year-old Luli fernandez and front seat passenger 22 year old Janelyn jimenez both of the bronx were taken to wilson hospital for treatment troopers say the car hit a wire guide rail crossed route 17 and hit the wire guide rail on the opposite side of the road before leaving the road and rolling several times officials say they've not determined what caused the crash A new Milford man is facing charges after being chased by Pennsylvania State Police on Interstate 81 before trying to exit and causing a squad car to hit a plastic barrier in the highway. Troopers say Michael McGuire was being pursued by troopers for an undisclosed reason at around 12.30 on Friday morning and was traveling south on I-81 in Lenox Township in Susquehanna County when he tried to elude authorities by abruptly swerving in an attempt to exit onto State Route 8001. The move caused the squad car to hit a plastic exit attenuator, but the officer was able to swerve right back into the highway and continue the pursuit. McGuire finally was captured on I-81, and there were no injuries. WMBF, first news time, 607. Broome County Sheriff's officials say an Endicott woman is accused of using credit cards stolen from a vehicle. Authorities say 46-year-old Stacy Matisse Guerin was arrested June 4th and charged with three felony counts of criminal possession of stolen property and one felony count of identity theft. Investigators say Matisse Guerin was accused of using of using the stolen credit cards that were taken from a vehicle in the town of Union on May 21st. She's been ordered to appear in court at a later date. WMBF First News Time 608. A couple hundred gun rights enthusiasts are hoping an annual rally on the Pennsylvania Capitol steps will spur action by state lawmakers to extend greater legal protections to the use and possession of firearms. The event's main organizer is a state representative and said yesterday the crowd at the right to keep and bear arms rally was the smallest in the past 16 years. Among the attendees, legislative priorities is letting everyone know, is letting anyone who can legally possess guns, conceal them when they carry them in public without a license or a permit. They want to prevent cities from enacting more restrictive local firearm restrictions. It's 609, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com.
3: The Don Giovanni Show.
4: Hello friends, I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right, we're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF.
3: Double.
0: Hey, it's Ron and Amy inviting you to join me Saturday afternoons from 2 to 4 p.m. for The Car Doctor. Helpful tips on repairs, how to avoid them, along with the best maintenance advice for your vehicle. The Car Doctor, Saturdays from 2 to 4 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with Sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF.
5: Smith for the Bees rips it off the dasher near side, club down by Pellick, plays it in the slot open as Nelson shoots, he scores! scores in the opening two minutes of the final period.
6: It is now 5-2, Islanders! And wound up 5-4, Islanders beating the Bruins and taking a 3-2 lead in their second round playoff series. Islanders have won two in a row, take their first lead in the series. They can advance to the Stanley Cup semifinals in Game 6 at home. Wednesday, go Islanders! Montreal in overtime over Winnipeg. 3-2 in the NBA. The Brooklyn Nets without James Harden. James was sitting on the sideline saying, you guys don't need me. You're creaming Milwaukee. At one point, leading by 49 points. 125 to 86. Milwaukee just looked like whipped puppies last night. Kevin Durant after the game.
4: I like our attention to detail. I like how we uh I mean we didn't get a lot of plays perfect, but we made the second and third efforts and um uh, they didn't destroy us on the offensive rebound, so that showed that we were game boxing now. That was the emphasis for us. But for the most part, we just did what we were supposed to do, went to at home. Now we gotta see if this is gonna travel on the road for us and we gotta stay locked in.
6: Yes, indeed. They go now to Milwaukee for the next two. So Giannis only with eighteen points. He was the high scorer. They just couldn't get anything done. And actually the Nets defense. Looked pretty damn good yesterday. Phoenix captures the first game of their series with Denver, 122-105. to 105. Chris Paul, one of the big reasons Phoenix is where they are this year, doing it up once again. And NBA Coach of the Year, guess who? New York Knicks coach Tom Thibodeau gets the honors. Second time he's won the award. He won it back in 2011 when he was with the Chicago Bulls in their first season. And Thibodeau's really got the Knicks playing uh, way better than anybody expected. The start of the season, the odds were like, I don't know, 200-1. to They were even going to make the playoffs or something like that, 400-1. to And not only did they make the playoffs, they were the fourth best team in the East. So, yeah, a lot to learn this year. But uh, you know what? Magical season for most of us who haven't seen a playoff run with the Knicks uh, since 2013. All right, baseball. Yankees and Mets both didn't play yesterday. Mets start a series in Baltimore tonight. Yankees go to Minnesota for a series with the Twins tonight. And our Binghamton Rumble Ponies are back in town for 12 home games. They start a six-game game. Series with the Bowie Bay Sox tonight on a two-for-Tuesday. 6.35 first pitch. You're looking for something to do? Why not root on our Binghamton Rumble Ponies? They won seven of their last ten. They're on a roll here, coming off a road trip in which they won five out of six. Uh, starting to hit a lot better in play. So let's root on our Rumble Ponies. And if you're looking for something to do, head out to Morabito Stadium tonight and enjoy the show. What else is going on? Uh, the, I guess the Buffalo Bills say that they're going to uh, stay at home for their training camp. They usually travel to St. John Fisher College uh, outside of Rochester, but the team's instead, because of the NFL's COVID-19 health protocols will remain uh, in Orchard Park. Baltimore Ravens have signed running back Gus Edwards to a two-year contract extension. San Francisco 49ers have signed safety Tony Jefferson to a one-year deal. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First Newstime, 6-14
0: traffic and weather together now on news radio 1290 wnbf maybe some patchy fog in the
6: area this morning otherwise we're looking pretty good your wnbf twin Tiers forecast mostly cloudy chance of showers and thunderstorms today maybe some heavy rain low to mid 80s mostly cloudy tonight showers and thunderstorms possible overnight again maybe some heavy rain mid to upper 60s and wednesday mostly cloudy more showers and thunderstorms possible. Highs in the mid-80s. We may see some sun on Thursday, and then it might peak back out on the weekend. So right now, though, we're at 72, which is a nice warm morning. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Welcome to WMBF's First News Binghamton on a Tuesday morning. It's
1: 6:15. We'll check the date in your ride. Get back on the road faster. Check out fingertoncarstar.com. Get a free estimate and schedule an appointment in Vestal, Conklin, Owego or Waverly online. Carstar Auto Body Repair Experts at BinghamtonCarStar.com. Relax. We'll take it from here. It's Doug's Datebook on News
0: Radio 1290 WNBF. All right, we'll go back to June
6: eighth, nineteen forty eight. Uncle Milty Milton Berle's Texaco Star Theater. Hit it, Texaco guys!
3: Fire chief, fill up with fire chief. You'll find the Texaco's the finest friend your car has ever had. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
5: there he is, Mister Television himself, your Tuesday
3: night Cinderella, Milton.
6: Uncle Milty in the of course uh, Texaco star theater long before my time you may remember that we were talking about old radio programs yesterday on this date in 1968 the Rolling Stones but it's all- Jones released the single Jumping Jack Flash on this date, June 8th, 1968. 1974, Rick Wakeman left the rock band Yes to pursue a solo career. Why? He was angry about their album Tales from Topiographic Oceans. He said the album sucked and he didn't like it, so he quit the band. And later he said, ah, what the hell, I'll come back again. It's actor James Darren's 85th birthday today and Nancy Sinatra is 81. Sinatra me.
3: These boots on made. What they'll do. One of these- Gonna walk all over
6: you. Long before we had Kinky Boots, we had uh, Nancy Sinatra, and these boots are made for walking. Big hit for na- I think that was the only hit she had. Uh, who else is celebrating? Boss Skaggs is 77 today. Bonnie Tyler Singer is 70. Dilbert cartoonist Scott Adams is 64. David Sudcliffe from the Gilmore Girls, 52 today. And rapper Kanye West is 44. Guitarist Derek Trucks from the Allmer Brothers Band and the Tadishi Trucks Band is 42 today. Those are the famous folks.
0: First News Binghamton presents The Lighter Side with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Oh, my legs
6: are sore, man. I think it's from all that standing yesterday. Six and a half hours in this spot, you know.
2: So sit down.
6: I know. I have a chair over there, but you know, it's... I don't know I've never done my shows my morning shows sitting down. I just can't. I don't know why. It's just maybe it's something to do with the diaphragm. I don't know. Or maybe the table. I don't want the table up in my chest if I sit down.
2: Welcome to my world.
6: <laughs> well, you look comfortable over there. You know
2: I mean, to me this is a stand up board.
6: <laughs> you've got things set up aesthetically for you though. You you've got it all cathyized. It's all it's all set for you because you are obviously the queen bee of the newsroom. and you I've know. just
2: been here so long.
6: <laughs> yeah, but you have it set up nice and comfortable okay. for you.
2: Some things are high, and this is just no big deal. And rightly
6: so. You don't have to share it really with anybody. Well, with Kevin Bixby a little bit.
2: And then you know. when I'm off, then I have to put everything back that gets readjusted.
6: <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but it's funny because every when I'm mon- off
2: for a week. It's like you know why
6: <laughs> every Monday morning for some reason I don't know why I have to keep clicking the studio bypass button up here on the uh, on the Zetta board because it uh, you'll start talking and you're not coming through, and it only happens on Monday mornings. I don't know what Kevin does. Yeah. Or maybe what he doesn't well, do. I don't know. Well, Kevin
2: isn't usually on that side. He's usually just in here, All right?
6: But it's it's your mic from in there. If for some reason, the boy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a weekend thing.
2: I don't know, because the settings in here are all the same.
6: Yeah. what well, we have the what we call folks macros, and they're they're just switches. Get,
2: it doesn't make any sense to me either, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever. <laughs> no, I come in when I'm off on a vacation. I find all sorts of things just eliminated. If you don't use them, don't use them. Just right. don't delete them. Why are you going through and and taking things out just because yeah. you don't use them?
6: Well, I'm always respectful of other people's territory, and usually before I would do anything like that, I would ask first, is it okay if I do this? Well, if
2: you're only working for somebody for a week, it's not like you've you know they've died and you've taken over.
6: I know, but you know how it is. Some people, everybody's people got People have even...
2: their system, but if you never use this room, why mm-hmm. would you come in here and rearrange everything? Yeah. That's just... Anyway. Uh, yeah.
6: Today, by I'm the way... I'm in a
2: mood. I didn't get much <laughs> sleep
6: yesterday. <laughs> I did. I slept like a baby. I watched the the Nets game till halftime. They were they were beating up on the Bucks so bad. I just went to sleep.
2: Well, I didn't get my usual uh, midday nap, but that was alright cuz we had fun uh Sir Lancelot ha- got uh, got to go out on a little bit of a road trip. He's got a new girlfriend.
6: Oh. Romance is in the air,
2: Yeah, and Kago was not real happy. She no. was not real happy that her, her big brother was paying attention to another female greyhound.
6: Yeah, a little jealousy going on there.
2: Yeah, she gave him a once-over like you would <laughs> not believe. Jack wasn't even as interested in the fact that Lancelot had been someplace with lots of other animals as much as, as Kago was, mm-hmm. would not leave him alone.
3: Ah,
6: Dog politics
2: yeah pretty much but he was he was very tired yesterday afternoon he had a lot of excitement and you'll be seeing online in a little bit what uh, what Sir Lancelot's adventure was That's kind
6: of cool yeah and I'm 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 kind of happy that you're you're able to share that with our listeners because we have a lot of pet owners out there and dog lovers who yeah, would it's appreciate it's no secret them.
2: he went to Creature Comforts Yeah we can we can
6: so. say that they're one of our fine sponsors Yes um yes. we appreciate them and, and
2: Sir Lancelot is helping me be spokes human and spokes dog spokes human and spokes yeah. I couldn't fit the other two in the car too otherwise we would have the whole menage there so. you should have had the
6: significant other load them up
2: well he, he was kind of busy at work oh. so we didn't have the van available because we have to have the van to be able to fit all three of them
6: but yeah.
2: they would have had fun
6: today is name your poison day so name your poison
2: I'm going to start the coffee pot in a second Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had blueberry herbal tea today
6: blueberry herbal tea. You know, I haven't acquired a taste for tea. I've tried a couple different ways, but now they have so many different types. I may try it again.
2: See, I'm I'm just a regular pure English Irish type of black tea person. I had I never went for the the way the English Have it. Mm -hmm. Um, What they call cream tea. I like milk in my coffee. I I just tea straight up. I don't want sugar in it. I don't want any sweetener in it. But the British, they usually have a little sugar and they have some cream in it. And we were at Stonehenge and it was raw. And think back weekend before last, okay? Mm -hmm. It was just Memorial Day weekend.
6: Cold and rainy, yeah.
2: And they had. you know, like a food truck, but they had a a, a truck in the parking area across from Stonehenge. And they were having tea, and I I just said, you know, that sounds kind of good right now. Yeah. And I just ordered a cup of just regular, and they asked if I wanted anything in it. I said, no, just, you know, and I got a cream tea. And I had ordered a a cheddar cheese scone to go with it, a savory scone instead of a sweet scone. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so good
6: yeah i thought you were going to say it was terrible
2: <laughs> oh it was so good it so hit the spot i don't think i've ever had a cream tea since but it was just that day and that place and that weather it was just perfect
6: that's cool yeah you know and uh that my point i guess my poison in the morning is coffee Without a doubt. And
2: yeah, I was actually. I only started drinking coffee again recently. I had I had gone totally onto the tea, and that was it. But I'm back to coffee and cream.
6: All right. Well, once a day. I'll let you go get your coffee, Thank and you. uh, we'll be checking in with Kathy in just a minute. Right now, time for a better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta, presented by UHS.
7: A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta.
8: Getting our kids back into school safely seems very possible now i'm dr sanjay gupta cnn's chief medical correspondent a really interesting thing is happening at this point in the pandemic more young kids are becoming infected with the novel coronavirus than older adults now that's in large part because so many adults are now vaccinated currently there is no vaccine available for kids younger than 12. But with proper masking and physical distancing and hand-washing, your kids can go back to school safely. Where kids are still at risk, though, isn't so much in the classroom, the CDC says, but during extracurriculars such as sports. If your kids are going to participate in after-school activities as much as possible, they should take place outdoors, and they need to know that even though these leagues are meant to be fun, they still need to remain vigilant. Mask up. Keep distance, especially indoors. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life.
9: With double the seasoned beef and a large drink all for $5, Taco Bell's Grande Nachos truly deserves a Grande intro. Perhaps with a Grande beat box. (coughs) Said it's crunchy. cheesy. cheesy. Actually, that sounded better in my head. Go get the $5 Grande Nachos before they make a every exit Nope. Only at Taco Bell. At limited participating locations for a limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Tax extra.
10: Drinks exclude freezes. Double the seasoned beef as compared to the Nachos Bell Grande.
0: This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
2: Good morning. It's 71 degrees at 630. The forecast for today, you might have some issues with some patchy fog around this morning. A lot of moisture in the air right now. And the high today getting into the mid-80s with some splash and dash thunderstorms throughout the day it's not going to be a total washout but it could be an issue as we progress through especially the heating of the day federal regulators have approved the first new drug for alzheimer's disease in nearly 20 years giving patients a chance to possibly see some progress but The big question is what are the insurance companies going to do with the price of the drug at several thousand dollars? Healthcare experts expect broad coverage for the drug that was approved yesterday, but what that means for patients is going to vary widely depending on their health insurance plan. The White House is creating a new task force that will review and try to fix issues with supply chains that have been backed up because of the pandemic.
11: The pandemic and economic recovery has caused unparalleled backlogs in the supply chains of sectors like computer chips, home building, and agriculture. This has forced some companies to delay production or increase prices as they deal with supply shortages. The White House says its new Supply Chain Disruptions Task Force will help lead the government's response in trying to fix these supply issues. The administration's also recommending strategies for how to make industries like semiconductors, batteries, and pharmaceuticals more resilient. Elizabeth Schulze, ABC News, Washington.
2: WMBF First News Time, 632. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says there is nothing to be confused about concerning school children and masks. Addressing reporters about the letter from the health commissioner that went out Friday saying masks would become optional unless the Centers for Disease Control provided guidance to the contrary, the Democrats said the state has always adhered to CDC recommendations. The governor says while students must continue to wear masks indoors, schools can choose to allow students to go maskless outside. Cuomo says officials want to make sure rules for school districts don't have a disconnect with the guidance for camps and summer programs. He says after consulting with the CDC, New York is going to modify the guidance and allow schools to choose no mask outside for children, and that is up to the school districts. The current CDC guidance on summer camps says even unvaccinated students are not required to wear masks outdoors, but those students and unvaccinated staff must be masked and maintain social distancing while inside except while eating and drinking. New York will lift more COVID-19 rules once 70% of adults have at least one shot of a COVID-19 vaccine that takes the number of people that can be infected by variants out of the mix and puts a halt to the virus. It is the target that the governor says he's hoping the state can reach in days. About 68.7% of New York adults have reached at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. That's according to federal numbers. A smaller percentage of New York's entire population of 20 million residents, that includes children, have received at least one dose. Cortland County Sheriff's officials have more information now about that fatal motorcycle crash from over the weekend. Authorities say 30-year-old Cameron Rodriguez was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash on Telephone Road in the town of Solon. The cause of the crash is still under investigation, but investigators say they believe Rodriguez was alone on the motorcycle and no other vehicles were involved when the bike left the road and hit an earthen embankment. Deputies were called to the scene at around 10 minutes to 1 on Saturday afternoon, but the initial investigation indicates the crash may have happened sometime on Friday evening. The investigation is continuing. WMBF First News Time 634. Broome County is the first in New York State that will allow 12- and 13-year-olds to hunt deer with firearms and crossbows legislation recently passed by the broom county lawmakers have been signed by county executive jason garner garner says hunting in the southern tier has been a family tradition for countless generations but younger members have only been allowed to take smaller game with firearms the democrats says it only made sense to allow hunters to be also able to take deer responsibly and safely with supervision like adults, junior hunters will need to be licensed and take a hunting safety course. Supervision by an experienced and licensed adult hunter is also required, along with hunting safety protocols like wearing fluorescent clothing. It's 635, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WNBF and
0: WNBF. to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290,
5: WNBF. Game two, Nets and Bucks last night. Middleton, baseball. Fade away, no good. Rebound back tap, but intercepted by Irving. Irving's got the move. Pulls up three in transition. It's good again for Kyrie Irving. 22 for Kyrie. They're on their feet here at Barkley Center.
6: Kyrie had 22. KD had 32. James Harden set out with a bowl of popcorn watching his team whoop. The Milwaukee Bucks, 125-86, to a blowout. Giannis had 18 points. He was the highest scorer. They couldn't do anything. Now, with a 2-0 lead to head back to Milwaukee to try to maybe uh, close things out with a couple wins there. Boy, I'll tell you, Milwaukee needs to do something. Phoenix on the other side. I only have one word, actually two words for you. Chris Paul.
12: Paul has the big man on him, Millsap, but he puts up
5: a three. Suzanne is Paul! Take it over.
6: Chris Paul, 21 points, 11 assists despite recent injuries. 122-105 win over the Denver Nuggets. They take a 1-0 lead in that series. Over in the NHL, hockey, the Islanders and the Bruins.
5: Barzell looks it over carefully now. Trying to take advantage of Poyle. Goes left circle for Everly's drive. He scores! Play goal of the game for the Islanders. And Jordan Eberle has given New York their first two-goal lead of the night. It is 4-2, Islanders. And it
6: wound up 5-4, to four, Islanders over the Bruins. And they take a 3-2 lead in that series. They could close things out tomorrow night with a win in Long Island. Go, Islanders in overtime, Montreal over Winnipeg, 3-2. They advance. Yankees and Mets did not play yesterday. Mets open up a series at Baltimore tonight. Yankees at the Minnesota Twins. The Binghamton Rumble Ponies are in town for 12 home games. They start a six-game series with the Bowie Bay Sox tonight on a two-for-two state. First pitch, 6.35 p.m. Go Rumble Ponies. Tom Thibodeau, New York Knicks, NBA's Coach of the Year. Brought a team in which most people thought wouldn't even come close to making the playoffs this year into being the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference. And although they got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, a learning experience for them. They won 20 more games this year than last year. And, uh, yeah, the promise of next year looks really, really good as well. So congratulations to Coach Thibodeau. And let's go Knicks! All right, Buffalo Bills are staying home for training camp again. The Bills cited the NFL's COVID-19 health protocols in their decision to not travel to their traditional training camp site at St. John Fisher College outside of Rochester. The team instead will hold camp at its headquarters in Orchard Park. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is 641.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. All right.
6: Traffic looks good this morning. No reports of any accidents anywhere. We'll keep you updated on that. There's always construction work going on and uh, weather permitting. There may be milling and paving going on around different areas to kind of be advised. We'll let you know when we hear of things like that. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast for today, mostly cloudy. Showers and thunderstorms, maybe some heavy rain too. Highs will be in the low to mid 80s for tonight. Mostly cloudy showers and thunderstorms. Again, maybe some patchy fog and maybe some heavy rain. Lows mid to upper 60s. Wednesday, we do it again. We got patchy morning fog. We have showers and thunderstorms with rain and mostly cloudy skies with highs in the mid-80s. Right now, we're at 72 degrees. A downright balmy morning here. WNBF First News, Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning. Welcome to Tuesday It's 6.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug and Kathy on News Radio 1290 WNBF.
3: So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke,
6: Welcome to Best Friends Day. Get it? Best Friends Day. Theme from Friends. If you have best friends today, if you have a best friend, don't forget to call them up and say, Hello, friend. How you doing?
2: I spent a few weeks at the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Utah.
6: Yeah? What goes on there?
2: It's an amazing place. They were um, actually the point of a big documentary series on uh, National Geographic Wild. A few, a lot of years ago, a lot of celebrities, yeah, um, back the place. It's a, it's actually where the Lone Ranger. TV series was filmed the opening part where he's galloping across the ridge. Yeah. That's actually Angel Canyon, which is where the sanctuary, and it's yeah. a, a sanctuary of last resort for animals that they would have no place else to go. Uh, while we were there, we were working, for example, in the uh, the cat area. There were cats that had like no front legs, and mm. you know, the feline leukemia cats, and there's. Um, Donkeys and pigs and horses and cats and dogs and birds and all sorts of bunny so rabbits.
6: Are they all? They're just misplaced animals, or are they deathly sick animals? Well,
2: they're they're they're, they're horribly abused animals. Oh, I get you. Okay. Um, they're animals that uh, that that things have happened to them. Um, There was one cat that had no tongue.
6: That's sad.
2: That uh, had gotten caught in a car. And no this person didn't know that the car was on, and it was weird that it ended up getting its tongue amputated. So the cat had to be couldn't naturally groom itself. So volunteers oh, would come in with a damp washcloth and groom the kitty. And mm. and they were all just very happy animals. It was yeah. just there was one cat that didn't have any front legs. They called him Roo because he hopped around on his hind legs, could go up and down stairs like <laughs>
6: like Roo from uh, Winnie like, the. Pooh like a or kangaroo. Whatever? A kangaroo, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's something.
2: But, yeah, Best Friends Animal Sanctuary, they've been around for quite some time, and they were started by a group of best friends. And
6: Very cool. It's a
2: very interesting you know, when you think place about, out there.
6: Yeah, when you think about Best Friends Day, of course, man's best friend, obviously, or women's best friend could be. It's the dog, right? Yeah. So uh, Well, that's
2: what they say. Yeah. Well, you know what?
6: Dogs are loyal. I mean, I've had dogs in the past. and Cats will uh,
2: sometimes just give you the paw. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't much care.
6: They do what they wanted. Although I had a, I had a cat as I keep telling you, Orion, who just never ever shut up, constantly yowling. He would come upstairs and just stand in front of me when I was watching TV and just yowl at me. And I'm like, shut up, O'Ryan. You know, and I, I, he's he passed a few years ago, but I swear I still hear him in the, in the hall somewhere.
2: He <laughs> still has something to say. <laughs> I don't,
6: He always had something to say. I don't know what it was, though. You know, I'll never be able to figure it out.
2: They got things now where they're they, all these devices and stuff that supposedly uh, are able to translate or like the button, the dog can push a button that says right. walk and and everything. I'm not sure I want to know what they're saying. I know.
6: I I, I feel the same way. You know, it's a whole different vibe with with animals. They look at the world so differently. I'm sure. You know.
2: By the way, the husband did notice that I did that I mowed the lawn.
6: There you go. But
2: but he had the audacity. He says, "Who did you pay to mow the lawn?" I said, "What? We have been married how long? And you know how cheap I am that you would think that I paid somebody to mow the lawn?" Right. (laughs) <laughs> or he thought that I wouldn't do that good of a job. I don't know.
6: Uh, well, at least he noticed. But yeah, at least he uh,
2: noticed.
6: <laughs> Next time. Uh, all right. Well, it's a long day today, so uh,
2: yes. Hang in there. Well, don't there. don't keep saying it's going to be a long day. Just yeah. Take it a step at a time and don't go,
6: Oh, oh I actually enjoyed it yesterday, and I'll look yesterday forward to doing it. Yesterday went fast. Yeah. I, I enjoy uh, filling in for Bob. It's a fun. A lot of
2: people like to reminisce about stuff. They were going down memory lane to begin with there for a while.
6: We talked about Norman from Norman's uh, Food Market. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a lot, And I had a guy who worked for him. We may do that again today. Who knows? We'll find out. Right now, though, time for our consumer and tech update. Here's Kim Commando.
7: Sometimes government operations are kept secret so that our adversaries don't know our full capabilities. But yesterday, the FBI and the Department of Justice proved to the world that Bitcoin transactions are no longer guaranteed to be either untraceable or unrecoverable. Your Tuesday Tech Update is brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Within hours of the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack, word leaked that Colonial paid 75 Bitcoins, over $4 million, to DarkSide, Russian ransomware hackers. The payment seems to assure that even more ransomware attacks were coming. But yesterday, the DOJ and the FBI shocked the world by tracking down the Bitcoin payment and getting most of it back. So far, 63.7 Bitcoins have been recovered. The ransomware attack crippled gasoline delivery on the East Coast now perhaps america has cyber weapons that can cripple dark side i'm kim commando still running your business on quickbooks more like quicksand the bigger your company grows the faster you sync with outdated software netsuite by oracle is the scalable solution you need to run all your key back office operations 93 percent of surveyed organizations increase visibility and control since making the switch from quickbooks to netsuite And NetSuite's offering one-of-a-kind financing. Just head to netsuite.com slash kim. That's netsuite.com slash kim for special financing.
5: This is a metaphor for your business's journey. Sometimes it feels like the world is throwing everything it has at you. And to succeed, you need someone to guide you through. That's what Dell Technologies Advisors do. They have the tech advice to help you navigate whatever challenges you're up against and get you safely to where you want to be.
0: For advice on solutions like XPS 13 laptops powered by Intel Evo platform, call an advisor today at 877 Ask Dell. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF.
6: Could see some patchy fog in the area this morning, depending on where you are. Once that burns off, mostly cloudy today. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, chance of showers and thunderstorms, maybe some heavy rain. Low to mid 80s. Mostly cloudy tonight, showers, tea storms, overnight possible, heavy rain and patchy fog, low in the mid to upper 60s, and then tomorrow, more clouds, showers, thunderstorms, and some morning fog, high in the mid 80s. Looks like we'll see some sun possibly on Thursday, still a chance of showers and thunderstorms though, low 80s, and then clouding up again on Friday, and maybe some sun on Saturday, we'll have to wait and see. Just in time for you to mow your lawn. Got to have a little respite there, right, so we can get out there and do that. 72 right now as we start off a Tuesday morning together. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. I'll also be sitting in for Bob again on WNVF's Binghamton Now. Had a great time yesterday uh, chatting with all of you and looking forward to it again this morning. Uh, I, yeah, I don't want anybody to think that it's, you know, I say it's a long day that I'm, like, dreading it, because I'm not. I actually really look forward to your phone calls. I love hearing uh, about your comments, about things that you're passionate about. Uh, and there's a lot of things to talk about, you know. And there's a lot of things going on around this rock right now that, uh, you know, grind your gears, so to speak. And then there's also things that make people a little happy, too. And the promise of this whole thing going away. And when I say this whole thing, I mean the pandemic, you know. It's getting kind of, uh, yeah, it's getting kind of old. Uh, a lot of us are hoping that it goes away soon, and, you know, we're, we're working towards it. It's getting better every day. So coming up next hour, Kathy White will be standing by with the latest local news headlines, and we'll get sports in there, too. There was also a story about uh, a dry military And a liquid dilemma. Recently, the head of German forces in Afghanistan banned the consumption of alcohol for security reasons. And with each soldier entitled to two cans of beer or its equivalent each day, that has led to a glut of beer, wine, and mixed drinks at Camp Marble. How much of a glut? About 6,000 gallons of booze. When you think of that, huh? including nearly 60,000 cans of beer. Getting rid of the surplus alcohol was a challenge since local religious traditions barred it from being sold and it couldn't be destroyed due to environmental reasons. Finally, the German military found a civilian contractor to evacuate the booze and recoup the shipping costs by selling the excess alcohol. The deal solves a big logistics issue just as German forces prepare to withdraw from Afghanistan as the NATO mission in that country ends in the coming months. They'll be able to go back home and drink some beer. You know? All right, ABC World headlines coming up. Kathy White with local headlines. And uh, we'll check the latest sports for you, too, all the playoff stuff coming up. And today is Nancy Sinatra's 81st birthday. So we'll walk these boots right up to ABC News. Happy 81st, Nancy!
3: these boots are going to walk all over you.
0: Your trusted source for news and information. This is News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
2: Good morning. It's 72 degrees at 7 o'clock in the morning. Partly cloudy skies at the airport right now. Humidity at 82% with a dew point at 66. 70% chance of some scattered, isolated showers and thunderstorms. If we do get hit with a thunderstorm or two in those little cells, it could be gusty winds and heavy rain. And there could be some patches of fog right now around the area, looking for a high today in the low to mid-80s. New York is very close to dropping most of the remaining COVID-19 restrictions, but it's going to take the cooperation of that handful of vaccination holdouts in the state in order for everyone to be able to toss out social distancing, Disinfection routines, health screenings, and the offering up of information for contact tracing. Governor Cuomo says once 70% of New Yorkers age 18 and older have received one dose, at least, of vaccine, the mandates can go. According to federal data, about 68.7% of New York adults have had at least one dose. New York, some businesses like Major League Sports and some localities have been offering a variety of incentives to try to get lagging vaccination numbers to pick back up. It's hoped just Just dangling the carrot of the prospect of doing away with a majority of restrictions that continue to shackle normal life will be enough to push enough of the hesitant into getting the shot that would stop the emergence of new variants of the virus and achieve a herd immunity. Once the 70% is achieved, New York forward guidelines would become optional for retail, food services, offices, gyms, amusement parks, entertainment venues, salons and other commercial settings. Transportation, nursing home locations and hospitals would still follow state guidelines. New York State Police are investigating a fatal crash in the town of Sanford. Troopers were called to the scene of a rollover crash on State Route 17 near Exit 84, shortly before 4 p.m. Saturday. Backseat passenger 62-year-old Miriam Jimenez of Middletown was found dead in the Honda Civic. The driver, 23-year-old Yanulili Fernandez, and front seat passenger 22-year-old Jaylen, uh Jimenez, Jimenez, both of the Bronx, were taken to Wilson Hospital for treatment. Troopers say the car hit a wire guide rail, crossed Route 17, and hit the guide rail on the opposite side of the road before leaving the road and rolling several times. Officials say they have not determined what caused the crash. A new Milford man is facing charges after being chased by Pennsylvania State Police on Interstate 81 before trying to exit and causing a squad car to hit a plastic barrier in the roadway. Troopers say Michael McGuire was being pursued by troopers for an undisclosed reason about 1230 Friday morning and was traveling south on I-81 in Lennox Township in Susquehanna County when he tried to elude authorities by abruptly swerving in an attempt to exit onto State Route 8001. The move caused the squad car to hit a plastic exit attenuator, but the officer was able to swerve right back onto the highway and continue the pursuit. McGuire finally was captured on I-81, and there were no injuries. Broom County Sheriff's officials say an Endicott woman is accused of using credit cards that were stolen from a vehicle. Authorities say 46-year-old Stacy Matisse garren was arrested on June 4th and charged with three felony counts of criminal possession of stolen property and one felony count of identity theft. Investigators say Matisse garren is accused of using credit cards that were taken from a vehicle in the town of Union around May 21st. She was ordered to appear in court at a later date. WMBF First News Time seven oh eight. Broome County has a very big honey to list. It's all about road work. County Executive Jason Garner says a record number of improvements are planned for roads and bridges with more than 20 projects funded by $3.5 million. Weekly updates will be posted by the Department of Public Works telling people where the detours are and how long those will be in place. Funding for the projects was approved in the spring, and the Department of Public Works is gearing up to mill and pave nearly 33 miles of road with another 30 miles on the list to be sealed. Motorists are reminded to use caution in work zones even when those work zones are not active. Well, Pennsylvania state lawmakers are returning to session with a big June agenda and sharp differences. They have four weeks to wrap up, an on-time budget. The state has some good fiscal news. That's a huge surplus. Meanwhile, there's also $3.7 billion of federal coronavirus aid to sort out. Senate Majority Leader Kim Ward says the Republican-controlled Senate's focus is wrapping up the budget as well as funding for public and private education, broadband, and transportation. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.com.
12: Sunday, June thirteenth, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony Apostle Parish on Old Hill Avenue in Endicott. Following the eleven o'clock mass and the procession, this is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the parishioners of St. Anthony's Church. Takeout dinner only and a drive-through. A great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's, supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located in Endicott.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBA
6: Well, let start with the NBA. Kevin Durant scoring 32 points in three quarters of a top-to-bottom blowout that sent the Brooklyn Nets halfway to the Eastern Conference Finals. A 125-86 route of the Milwaukee Bucks. At one time, they led by 49 points. James Harden didn't even play. He was sitting on the sideline with some popcorn, I think. Kyrie Irving added 22 points after the game.
1: Kyrie talked about the team. You know, throughout the regular season, I feel like we would let our guard down playing against some of the teams in our league, and they would punch us in the mouth, and we would come and talk to you guys after the game about what happened. And I think we would just figured out the little things in terms of hockey.
6: To... All right, then. The Phoenix Suns cruise to uh, the second half to a 122-105 win over the Denver Nuggets. Chris Paul, 21 points, 11 assists despite recent injuries. The Suns have uh, four players with 20 or more points. The Nuggets, Nikolai Jocic, had 22 points, but not enough. Phoenix, Chris Paul and company taking a 1-0 lead in that series. Tom Thibodeau, the New York Knicks, back to the playoffs, guiding the team to a second-best record in 20 years. And the 2021 NBA Coach of the Year, was announced yesterday. Thibodeau uh, attributed uh, the whole team, from management to the coaches to the players to the fans, for the season they've had. So uh, we'll look forward to another season with them. And uh, looks like a promising better season next year as well. National Hockey League, the Islanders over the Bruins, 5-4. to four. They take a 3-2 lead in that series. Could close things out tomorrow night in Long Island. Montreal closes out their series. Uh, 3-2 win over Winnipeg in overtime. Yankees and Mets didn't play. The uh, Mets will start a series with Baltimore tonight. Yankees will start a series at Minnesota against the Twins. Rumble Ponies back in action here at Morabito Stadium. Twelve home games in a row. They'll start a six-game series with the Bowie Bay Sox tonight. First pitch at 6.35. San Francisco 49ers have signed safety Tony Jefferson to a one-year deal. Buffalo Bills are staying home for training camp again. The Bills cited the NFL's COVID-19 health protocols in their decision not to travel to their traditional training camp site at St. John Fisher College outside of Rochester. Instead, the team will hold camp at its headquarters in Orchard Park. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time is seven thirteen.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Some patchy
6: fog this morning. Road conditions look good this morning, though. We have no actions to report right now. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy. Could see some heavy rain today. Highs in the low to mid-80s, mostly cloudy tonight. Chance of showers and thunderstorms and heavy rain, low mid to upper 60s. Patchy morning fog again for tomorrow morning, and a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy throughout the day. Highs in the mid-80s. We're at 72 right now, so at least it's warm. Might be a little wet, though. WNBF First News Time is 7:14. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. Good morning to you, and welcome to
0: to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290
6: WNBF. Hey, good morning to you, my friend, and thank you for making us a part of your morning. Doug Mosier along with my co-host Kathy White. And I, I want to say something to the people who I know some people try to call in while I'm doing the show, while we're doing the show, and it's very difficult sometimes to, to talk with you when I'm... Seconds away from going back live on the air again, and I just want—I had a gentleman call a few minutes ago to, to had a story about Norman uh, from Norman's Supermarket, and I want to apologize to him for for cutting him off so quickly. Uh, and again, you know, I'll be filling in for Bob this morning after nine. So if you have those stories, and to the gentleman that I talked to a few minutes ago, if you'd like to call in after nine this morning, I would love. To talk to you on the air about about Norman and share your stories uh, with our listening audience or whatever you want to talk about. So, I just wanted to let you know sometimes it's very difficult, uh, and I don't like to be rude to anybody. Uh, As you know, uh, anybody that knows me knows I I really try to be uh, as cordial as I can, but sometimes you have like 15 seconds and you got to go, and uh, I just don't want anybody to to think that uh, I'm coming off as, you know, just getting rid of you and being short with you because I would never do that. So, anyway. We'll have plenty of chances to chat coming up this morning, a little bit later on, on WNBF's Binghamton Now, as I'm in for Bob all week, and looking forward to it. Too. It's always it's always great to talk to you. I hear you, many of you that call in regularly uh, on Bob's show, and uh, it's an opportunity for me to get a chance to talk to you as well, and I, I enjoy that. You know, you always say, well, you listen to me. Well, I listen to you, so you're kind of like a celebrity to me, you know, different people that we talk to, uh, or that Bob talks to uh On a weekly basis and some people to call in every day so we appreciate that so we shared a lot of things yesterday and it's always fun you know you can talk about um, lighter things you can talk about heavier things it really doesn't matter it's really what you want to talk about and it's your opinion it's how you feel about things and nobody else to judge you on that all right as we always do this time it is time for Rush Limbaugh's morning commentary in honor of Rush on WNBF 1290
9: A lawsuit filed on behalf of illegal immigrants could change fair housing laws and could change private property laws. Now, it all started at a trailer park in Fairfax County, Virginia. The property manager started requiring residents to show a valid ID in order to renew their leases. Every household member had to present Social Security numbers, passports, or visas. Tenants say they were told this was for criminal background checks. Four families who failed to comply and were evicted are now suing in federal court. Their lawyers argue that the requirement's discriminatory because it disproportionately affects Latinos. For years, counties and cities have tried to require residents to establish that they are in the country legally, but federal courts have ruled against them. This time, however, even the attorneys for these evicted families admit the law is unclear when it comes to landlords renting their private property. Now, the lawyers say that they hope the federal court will expand the law Take it one step further. They want to prohibit private landlords from requiring people to prove that they're here legally. These lawyers must know that courts are not supposed to take the law one step further. They must know only Congress has the power to take it one step further to write or change laws. But they don't care. You see, the regime has thrown the Constitution out the window, especially when it comes to immigration law. So they think that they can push it one step further regardless of the consequence. They don't think there will be any consequences.
6: Paid for by GovMint.com. The
1: 1921 to 1935 American Peace Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been over 85 years since the last American Peace Dollar coin was struck, but now for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government-struck silver dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1921 to 1935 classic American silver dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-0864 now to secure collector-grade U.S. silver dollars by the pound struck during the Roaring Twenties and the Great Depression. Plus, receive a bonus American collector's pack valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-0864 now to secure your full pound bag of United States silver dollar coins before they are gone. 1-800-473-0864. That's 1-800-473-0864. This is WNBS
0: First News.
13: Here's
6: Doug Mosier. Welcome to another day in the neighborhood. Kind of a wet day today as we'll see more showers and thunderstorms. Could see some heavy rain in there, too. And uh, temperatures, though, low, mid-80s. So I don't know if we're above seasonal temperatures this time of year. Usually June gets a little hot. um, But we're looking at temperatures, you know, that are climbing into the 80s. So uh, it doesn't get much better than that warm-wise. However, we do have the the wetness. Average is low to mid-70s, Kathy says. Average, low to mid-70s. So we are well above average for this time of year, temperature-wise. But we're at a balmy 72 right now, which isn't so bad. You know, if it would stay like that, and if the sun would come out, great. Actually, it wasn't bad yesterday. I was expecting more rain into the afternoon and actually had a chance to sit out on the deck, listen to some tunes, and hang out and enjoy the uh, warmness, because it was warm. But, uh, you know, this is the time of year you want to crank up the A.C. if you have it, obviously, or uh, keep your shades pulled and keep things cool inside. A lot of people uh, opt to do that as well. And some people have those fans that suck the air out. A lot of people like to do that, too. Let's get an entertainment update right now. (coughs)
10: DC entertainment news. Actor Owen Wilson had to go to Marvel school for the new Disney Plus series Loki. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Tom Hiddleston plays the trickster cool. god from the Thor and Avengers movies and Wilson says his co-star gave him a crash course on the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
5: Tom Hiddleston was uh, very generous and kind of uh, spending a few days with me just kind of explaining the whole mythology and lore.
10: Loki It's Disney Plus tomorrow. The boss planning his Broadway return. Bruce Springsteen's Springsteen on Broadway will be back on the stage June 26th for a limited run. This wasn't a show that was shut down because of COVID. It debuted in 2017, and Springsteen stopped it over a year later. He says he loved doing it, and he's thrilled to be a part of reopening Broadway. Taylor Swift's Evermore is number one again on the Billboard 200 album chart, returning to the top for a fourth, non-consecutive week. Let's play music and fashion mogul Kanye West is 44 today. Jason Athens and ABC News.
6: Ollie. Thank you, Jason. WNBF First News Time, 728. Time to bring in our independent life and health insurance advisor from KSO Insurance Solutions. Karen Sweet O'Neill is with us. Good morning, Karen.
11: Good morning, Doug. How are you?
6: Beating the heat. How about you?
11: <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful, isn't it?
6: You know, Kathy was saying that the average temperature is in the mid 70s, low to mid 70s this time of year, so we're well above that.
11: Well, I think we're going down, though, aren't we?
6: We are. Towards the end of the week, we'll be down into the mid 70s. It'll be a little bit cooler, a little more, you know, livable, I
11: guess. Right. You can do more when it's. You know in the 70s
6: you can you can i i prefer your energy absolutely i prefer that a little better every week we talk to you about uh, all kinds of things that really people uh, maybe get thinking about and they've thought about it they haven't really made any any uh, plans yet we're talking about life insurance long-term care insurance of course medicare and uh, retirement issues and every week you always give us uh, some great advice and tomorrow we're going to do that again so what is our kso insurance tip of the week going to be about
11: Well, we're going to talk about have you, you know, were you eligible for a refund from your either New York State taxes or your federal taxes? And if you were, where the heck is it? Because a lot of people haven't seen their refunds and they're waiting and waiting and waiting. And does it have anything to do with the American Rescue Plan that um, the Biden administration has put out and is going into effect And the IRS is the organization, the government organization, that is going to be in control of sending out monthly checks to eligible families. And what does that mean? Yeah. And, you know, all of that we're going to talk about. (laughs) And, and you
6: know, the thing is, when we talk about stuff like this, whenever there's a new administration comes in, whenever there's new legislation, there's always changes. And you, because you're an independent life and health insurance advisor, are always uh, up to date on these changes. And you really can help people an awful lot uh, if they need your services. So, folks, really, if you have questions, if you're planning retirement, if you're in retirement, if you're looking to do something different, give Karen a call. Karen, how can people reach you?
11: They can reach us several ways. They can give us a call at 772 98 or they can Google us, Doug, at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information comes up, or simply go to a phone book, and we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow
6: pages. And Karen, hopefully we'll be able to get you into the studio sometime this week because we'd love to do that, maybe have a and a Q&A with our listeners. So,
11: Oh, perfect. Uh, All right, we'll set it up.
6: We'll set it up and because I'm in for Bob this week too, so uh, we'll set that up, folks. But be listening tomorrow morning about 725 for the KSO Insurance Solution Tip of the Week. Karen, we'll talk tomorrow morning.
11: Very good. Thanks, Doug.
6: Thank you. Bye now. Mm-hmm. Bye. All right. Yes, that'll be great to get her in here. She knows so much and you know people have questions. It's a great opportunity to to maybe get some answers uh to some things. And you know, when you're looking for answers for things like this, it always pays to to uh, ask someone who's been doing this for 30 years and knows what's going on. So, uh we'll set that up. WNBF First News time is
0: 7:31. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White.
2: Good morning, it's 72 degrees at 732. Forecast for today. Just a 70% chance of isolated showers and thunderstorms. Now, those are not all day long. The thunderstorms that do pop up could produce some gusty winds and heavy rain. That also could mean some isolated, localized, and urban flooding if those storms do linger in a particular area for any amount of time. High temperature today getting into the low to mid 80s. The Biden administration says it has identified more than 3,900 children separated from their parents at the U.S.-Mexico border under former President Donald Trump's zero-tolerance policy. The Family Reunification Task Force report is providing one of the more detailed accounts of a chapter on U.S. immigration history that drew widespread condemnation. The Biden administration is reviewing additional cases, which means the final count might even be higher. Its report provides data that has not been previously released. Nearly 60 percent of children separated under the zero tolerance policy were Guatemalan. The Border Patrol's Yuma, Arizona sector recorded the highest number of separations. A newly approved treatment for Alzheimer's disease is raising hope in the memory care community, but sparking debate about among many in the medical field.
13: The drug, marketed by Biogen under the name Anumab, is intended to slow the progression of Alzheimer's, not just treated symptoms. ABC News medical correspondent Dr. Darian Sutton says the benefits may not be worth the cost or the side effects.
10: We've seen patients in these trials have very little things such as headaches, as much as brain swelling and bleeding.
13: 60-year-old trial participant Ann Lange was diagnosed with Alzheimer's five years ago and says the monthly infusions have helped her with memory loss.
10: It just
3: gives
2: us so much hope for a long, healthy life.
13: Jim Ryan, ABC News.
2: WMBF, First News Time, 734. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says there is nothing to be confused about concerning school children and masks. Addressing reporters about a letter from the health commissioner that went out Friday saying masks would become optional unless the Centers for Disease Control provided guidance to the contrary, the Democrat said the state has always adhered to CDC recommendations. The governor says while students must continue to wear masks indoors, schools can choose to allow students to go maskless outside. Cuomo says... Officials want to make sure rules for school districts don't have a disconnect with the guidance for camps and summer programs. He says, after consulting with the CDC, New York is going to modify the guidance and allow schools to choose no mask outside for the children, but that is up to local school districts. The current CDC guidance on summer camp says even unvaccinated students are not required to wear masks outdoors, but the students and unvaccinated staff must be masked and maintain social distancing while inside, except for eating and drinking. New York will lift more COVID-19 rules once 70% of adults have at least one shot of a COVID-19 vaccine, shutting down the spread of variants. That is a target that Governor Cuomo says he hopes the state can reach in just days. About 68.7% of New York adults have achieved at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. That's according to federal data. A smaller percentage of New York's entire population of 20 million, that includes children, have gotten at least one dose. Corlin County Sheriff's officials have more information about a fatal motorcycle crash over the weekend. Authorities say 30-year-old Cameron Rodriguez was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash on Telephone Road in the town of Solon. The cause of the crash is still under investigation, but investigators say they believe Rodriguez was alone on the motorcycle and no other vehicles were involved when the bike left the road and hit an earthen embankment. Deputies were called to the scene at around 10 minutes to one Saturday afternoon, but the initial investigation indicates that crash may have happened and sometime on Friday evening. The investigation, once again, is continuing. Broome County is the first in New York State that is going to allow 12- and 13-year-olds to hunt deer with firearms and crossbows. Bill recently passed by the legislature has been signed by the county executive, Jason Garner. Garner says hunting in the southern tier has been a family tradition for countless generations, but younger members have only been allowed to take smaller game with firearms. The Democrat says it only made sense to allow hunters to also be able to take deer responsibly and safely with supervision. Like adults, junior hunters would need to be licensed and take a hunting safety course. Supervision by an experienced and licensed adult hunter is also required, along with hunting safety protocols like wearing fluorescent clothing. It's 737, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and
0: WMBF. Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with Sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. All right, well, let's start with the NBA
6: last night, man. I don't know if you watched that uh, Brooklyn Nets Milwaukee Bucks game, but ouch, Milwaukee fans got to be hurting today, walking funny, because I'll tell you what, <laughs> the Nets just pummeled them. They were leading at one point by 49 points. Kevin Durant had 32 points, couldn't miss. Kyrie Irving, 22 points. Bruce Brown filled in nicely for James Harden. He had 13 points and six boards. And and James Harden was on the sidelines. And you could just see him. They kept showing him. He's sitting there like, I'm enjoying this, man. Pass me some more popcorn. I'll have a hot dog, too, please. Maybe even a beer to go along with it. Anyway, they're up two games to 0 now in that series. It shifts back to Milwaukee. Tomorrow night, Phoenix Suns cruise into the second half with a 122-105 win over the Denver Nuggets. CP, Chris Paul, 21 points, 11 assists. And, uh, yeah, Phoenix up 1-0 in that series. In the NHL, the Islanders looking really good last night. They got five goals, Boston only four. That means the Islanders win. Take a 3-2 lead in that series uh, the Game 6 is tomorrow night in Long Island. They could close things out with a win there. Well, that would be sweet, wouldn't it? Montreal closes things out with a win over Winnipeg 3-2. to two. Tom Thibodeau, New York Knicks head coach, has been awarded the NBA's Coach of the Year Award. Second time he's won it. He won it in 2011 as uh, the first-year head coach of the Chicago Bulls. And he's back in the Knicks organization with a young team that really overachieved into the playoffs this year and did a lot more than people thought. So going into the next season it looks promising. Congratulations Coach Thibodeau. Go Knicks! Yankees and Mets were off yesterday. Mets will start a series with Baltimore tonight. Yankees at Minnesota. And our Binghamton Rumble Ponies are in action at Morabito Stadium. Twelve home games in a row now. they got a six game series that starts tonight against the Bowie Bay Sox. It's a two for Tuesday. And first pitch 6.35 p.m. Go Ponies! Let's go. We're on a roll here. Seven of the last ten games, they won five of the last six on their last road trip. So, Ponies are playing great. Uh, What else is going on? Buffalo Bills. Staying home for training camp again, the Bills cited the NFL's COVID-19 health protocols and their decision to not travel to their traditional camp in St. Fisher College right outside of Rochester, New York. The team instead will camp at its headquarters in Orchard Park. And that's a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 741.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBS. Our
6: traffic situation this morning looks good. There's no accidents to report, no huge tie ups. You may see a little patchy fog as it burns off in certain areas. Otherwise, your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, heavy rain possible, low to mid-80s, mostly cloudy tonight. Showers, thunderstorms, and heavy rain again, lows in the mid to upper 60s. Wednesday, some patchy morning fog, mostly cloudy, showers and thunderstorms, highs in the mid-80s. And uh, right into Friday, it's going to start getting a little cooler on Friday. Even though it'll be cloudy, there is a chance of showers. Low 70s and then mid-70s with partly sunny skies on Saturday. So as we get into the weekend, we may see a little bit of uh, sunshine. And we'll be able to get our lawnmowers out and do it again. 72 degrees right now. It's WNBF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. And good morning to you It's seven.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher. All right, we welcome
6: you to a brand new day, getting you uh, up to date with what you may have missed over the weekend and the beginning of the work week, which was yesterday. Hard to believe it's not. We got a five day work week this week. It's not uh, the four-day we had last week. It kind of made me a little little lazy. I, I, I kind of am always saying, you know, I wish I could just do a four-day work week. course. <sighs> to be honest with you, and I'm not playing on anybody's sympathy, I work every day. So even on the weekends, I'm doing something for this crazy business. I love it. That's why we do it. It's like an old friend of mine once told me. You know, he's always said, it's just sticks and wires. You can't have a love affair with it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you meant by that? I don't know. you got to weigh it for yourself. I think you meant sticks and wires. In other words, it's just a bunch of wires and switches put together. We're talking about radio, of course. And, uh, you know, that's what it is. But it's, it's, it's kind of hard not to love it when you've been doing it for 35 years, you know. All right, let's check in with uh, the new Apple preview software. ABC's
4: Lionel Moyes. Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference is now underway. Apple is using this year's WWDC to preview its new software for the iPhone, Mac, and iPad. The reason they announced this stuff early is so developers have time to update their applications to take advantage of the new features before everything's released to the public in the fall. Chance Miller is the lead editor of 9to5Mac. He says the pandemic led Apple to add some new features to its video calling service FaceTime. So now FaceTime is a lot more like Zoom. You can create links and send them to people who don't have iPhones and they can join for the first time. You can do FaceTime calls and watch things with them so you can put on like a movie and watch it with somebody. The company also announced Monterey, the latest software for its Mac computers. Miller says it includes a new feature called Universal Control. If you have an iPad and a Mac next to each other, you can use the same trackpad and keyboard to control both products. With tech trends, I'm Lionel Moy ABC News.
6: Thank you, Lionel. WNBA first news time is seven forty nine, and we're already at seventy two degrees. Let's check in on
13: Wall Street. An up and down session ended with the S and P five hundred closing down less than one tenth of one percent yesterday, but still very close to a record high. The Dow closed off one hundred twenty six points. The Nasdaq Composite ended the day sixty seven points higher. Ask a room full of Americans whether this is a good time to buy a home. Most will say no. Financing giant Fannie Mae did just that and found that a record low 35% of consumers believe that an improving jobs and income picture outweighs surging home prices and limited supply. The FBI says it's managed to recover millions of dollars in Bitcoin ransom paid to hackers who crippled the Colonial Pipeline last month. Criminals prefer demanding cryptocurrency because it's virtually untraceable. You've heard about offers of free food, drinks, even cash to entice people to get a COVID vaccination. Washington state officials say licensed cannabis dispensaries can legally offer free marijuana to promote on-site vaccine clinics. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Oh, my goodness.
6: (laughs) What's next, right? Free marijuana. Did you hear that? Free marijuana uh, for licensed dispensaries. Now, we talked yesterday on, on Binghamton Now. And we talked about the fact that marijuana is not a federal, it's not legal on a federal level, all right? But yet you can do that. Talk about making up your rule. Not that I'm against it. It's fine. If you want to get a shot in a buzz, that's fine. Many people have done it. You know, even former
0: presidents. You know? I smoke reefer every single day. And if there's one thing that has unified Democrats and Republicans, it's this joint. <laughs> Fun facts coming up. <laughs>
3: First is thing of Time, time
6: Test your knowledge of facts and fiction. With a little help from America's most cantankerous judge, it's WNBF's...
7: That's the truth. Or... That's baloney.
6: And right, and we've got five fun facts. We're going to find out how much you know about it, if it's uh, the truth or balugina, as they like to say. Are you thick or what? No. All right. Let's start off with fun fact number one. We all have heard of the Mattel toy company, right? Probably played with a lot of Mattel toys. The toy company, Mattel, originally sold picture frames. You buy that? The Mattel toy company originally sold picture frames. What do you think?
7: That's the truth.
6: Yeah. And later dollhouse furniture. And, of course, we know what they transitioned into. Fun fact number two, a rhinoceros' horn is made of ivory. A rhinoceros' horn, a rhinoceros's horn is made of ivory you think?
8: That's baloney. Yeah, you saw
6: right through that, didn't you? It's made up primarily of keratin, a protein found in hair, fingernails, and animal hooves. When carved and polished, horn takes on a translucent and luster that increases as the object ages. It's made of hair. Fun fact number three. In 18th century England, pineapples were so rare... How rare were they? They were so rare and such a status symbol that a single pineapple could sell for today's equivalent of $8,000. In 18th century England, pineapples were so rare and such a status symbol that a single pineapple could sell for today's equivalent of $8,000.
7: That's the truth.
6: Yeah, even I couldn't make that one up. And you could rent a pineapple for the evening to show off to your guests. Come on over. I'll show you my pineapple. I rented it. I leased it. Fun fact number four. A four-way intersection is safer than a traffic roundabout. A four-way intersection is safer than a traffic roundabout. What do you think? She's shaking her head no.
13: That's baloney.
6: And you were right. Traffic roundabouts have 16 points of conflict that have changes to chances to hit a pedestrian or another car. Comparatively, a four-way intersection has 56. That's why roundabouts are safer than regular intersections. And by avoiding excess stopping, they also speed up travel. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't care who's, who the DOT is saying. I get my fun facts out of a book. <laughs> fun fact number five. Only 8% of the world's currency, only 8% of the world's currency exists as physical cash. Only 8% of the world's currency exists as physical cash. What do you think of that?
7: That's the truth.
6: Yeah, it is. The rest exists on a computer hard drive in electric bank accounts around the world. People are earning and spending money without ever touching it. In fact, economists estimate that only 8% of the world's currency exists As physical cash. I remember watching, remember that old show, I don't know if you remember it, the 20th century with Walter Cronkite, where he talked about things that were going to happen in the future, like we were going to go to the moon and we were going to have tape, videotape that would record television programs for us when we're not home. And uh, also talked about credit cards and the fact that money may be obsolete someday. It's getting there. I very rarely use cash. I have a little bit I carry with me just in case because some some places, like if you go to a flea market or you go somewhere where it's easier to just do that, like an event where you're buying food or something, it's a lot easier to just give cash. I think most people probably feel the same way about that. But, uh, yeah, interesting, though, isn't it? Interesting that only 8% of currency, actually, 8% is physical currency. The rest is is all uh, cyber that's it. You know, I mean, you can you can bank from your phone. I do. I mean, you can, you know, you can cash checks. You can uh, make deposits, all that stuff, too. All that good stuff. All right. We got one more hour here of WNBF's First News Binghamton. Kathy, standing by with local headlines as well. And uh, we'll get to that coming up in a couple minutes. 1968. The Rolling Stones released their single, Jumping Jack Flash. We're going to jump and jack right into ABC News I'll see you on the other side. 72 degrees on our way to temperatures in the mid-80s with some rain and thunder boomers in it.
0: For news and information, this is News Radio 1290, WNBS, Binghamton, and WNBS.com. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy
2: White. Good morning. It is 70 degrees at 804. Forecast for today might rest run into some patches of fog around this morning, And a 70% chance of showers and thunderstorms on and off today. Some storms could produce heavy rain, mostly cloudy and a high in the low to mid 80s. New York is very close to dropping most of the remaining COVID-19 restrictions, but it's going to take the cooperation of that handful of vaccination holdouts in the state in order for everyone to be able to toss out social distancing, disinfection routines. The health screenings and offering up information about contact tracing. Governor Cuomo says once 70% of New Yorkers age 18 and older have received their first dose of vaccine, the mandates can go. According to federal data, about 68.7% of New York adults have had at least one dose. New York, some businesses like Major League Sports and some localities have been offering a variety of incentives to try to get lagging vaccination numbers to pick uh, back up. It's hoped just dangling the prospect of doing away with a majority of restrictions that are continuing to shackle normal life will be sufficient to push enough of the hesitant into getting the vaccine to stop the emergence of new variants of the virus and achieve herd immunity. Once the 70% is reached, New York forward guidelines would become optional for retail, food services, offices, gyms, amusement parks, entertainment venues, salons, and other commercial settings. Transportation, nursing homes, and hospitals still would be following the state guidelines. New York State police are investigating a fatal crash in the town of Sanford. Troopers were called to the scene of a rollover crash on State Route 17 near Exit 84 shortly before 4 p.m. Saturday. Backseat passenger, 62 year old Miriam Jimenez of Middletown, was found dead in the Honda Civic. The driver, 23 year old Yan Luli Fernandez, and front seat passenger, twenty two year old Jay Nalin Jimenez, Both of the Bronx were taken to Wilson Hospital for treatment. Troopers say the car hit a wire guardrail. Cross Route 17 hit the guide rail on the other side of the road before leaving the road and rolling several times. Officials have not determined the cause of that crash. A new Milford man is facing charges after being chased by Pennsylvania State Police on Interstate 81 before trying to exit and causing a squad car to hit a plastic barrier on the roadway. Troopers say Michael McGuire was being pursued by troopers for an undisclosed reason at around 1230 on Friday morning and was traveling south on I-81 in Lenox Township in Susquehanna County when he tried to elude authorities by swerving in an abrupt exit to State Route 8001. The move caused the squad car to hit a plastic exit attenuator, but the officer was able to swerve right back onto the highway and continue the pursuit. McGuire was finally captured on I-81, and there were no injuries. Broome County Sheriff's officials say an Endicott woman is accused of using credit cards that were stolen from a vehicle. Authorities say 46-year-old Stacy Matisse garren was arrested on Friday and charged with three felony counts of criminal possession of stolen property and one felony count of identity theft. Investigators say Matisse Guerin is accused of using credit cards that were taken from a vehicle in the town of Union around May 21st. She was ordered to appear in court at a later date. WMBF First News Time 808. Broome County has a big roadwork to-do list. County Executive Jason Garner says a record number of improvements are planned for roads and bridges this year, with more than 20 projects funded by $3.5 million. Weekly updates will be posted by the Department of Public Works advising motorists of planned detours and duration of the work. Funding for projects was approved a few weeks ago and the Department of Public Works is gearing up to mill and pave nearly 33 miles of road with another 30 miles on the list to be sealed. Motorists are reminded to use caution in work zones even when those work zones are not active. And a couple hundred gun rights enthusiasts are hoping an annual rally on the Pennsylvania Capitol steps will spur action by state lawmakers to extend greater legal protections to the use and possession of firearms. The event's main organizer is a state representative and said Monday the crowd at the Right to Keep and Bear Arms rally was the smallest in the past 16 years. Among the group's legislative priorities is letting anyone who can legally possess a gun conceal The firearm when they carry it in public without a license or a permit. They also want to prevent cities from enacting more restrictive local firearms restrictions. It's 809, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com.
3: The Don Giovanni Show.
4: Hello, friends. I'm back. Back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes. And Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF.
3: WNBF.
12: Sunday, June 13th, you're invited to a delicious pasta dinner at St. Anthony Apoto Parish on Old Hill Avenue in Nendicott. Following the 11 o'clock mass and a procession, this is in place of the three-day feast. It's a wonderful dinner presented by the prisoners of St. Anthony's Church. Take-out dinner only and a drive-thru. A great pasta dinner from St. Anthony's, supported proudly by Andrew R. Mancini Associates, located in Endicott.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton. Now, Doug Mosier with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBS. Start with NHL playoffs, Bruins and Islanders.
3: Smith for the Bees, rips it off the dasher near
5: side, gloved down by Pellick, plays it in the slot, open is Nelson, shoots, he scores! scores in the opening two minutes of the final period. It is now 5-2, Islanders! It
6: ended up 5-4. Islanders over Boston. They take a 3-2 lead in that series. Game 6 tomorrow night in Long Island. Islanders could close it out. Montreal over Winnipeg, three to two in overtime. NBA: The Nets and the Bucks.
5: James handles up top. Durant comes to get it. Edge of the midcourt logo. KD sizing up the D. Moving right, pulls up twenty footer. Is good. Oh, easy thirty. For KD. Yeah, perfect way to describe it. Toy just makes it look so
6: easy. And they just annihilated the Bucks. 125 to 86. Phoenix with Chris Paul leading the way. 122 to 105 over Denver. Yankees and Mets didn't play yesterday. Mets will open up a series on the road at Baltimore. And the Yankees travel to Minnesota to take on the Twins. Rumble Ponies start a 12-game homestand as uh, the six-game series with the Bowie Bay Sox begins tonight on a two-for Tuesday at 6.35 p.m. We invite you, of course, to uh, come on out to Morabito Stadium. Check out the Rumble Ponies. We're excited about it. They're back in town. They're playing great. Won seven out of their last ten, won five out of the last six in the last series against New Hampshire. So, uh, baseball back in town again. And that is a look at sports. WNBF First News Time, 813.
0: Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. A little patchy fog this morning.
6: Other than that, not much. Uh, there is milling and paving going on throughout uh, the greater Binghamton area, and you may come across that. Uh, but no accidents to report, no huge tie-ups at this point. We'll keep you updated on that. Your WNBF Twin Tiers forecast. Showers and thunderstorms and heavy rain today. Mostly cloudy. Highs in the low to mid-80s for tonight. Mostly cloudy. Showers and thunderstorms again. And maybe some heavy rain overnight. Low in the mid to upper 60s. Wednesday morning, we'll see some patchy morning fog. Mostly cloudy day. Showers, thunderstorms again. Possible with uh, highs in the mid-80s. And partly sunny on Thursday. There's still a chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Low 80s. Clouding back up again on Friday. Friday. Chance of showers, low 70s, a little cooler. And as we get into the weekend, partly sunny on Saturday with a chance of a shower, mid-70s. So a little bit cooler, more seasonable this time of year. But right now we're at 72 degrees, and it's WNVF's First News Binghamton. Doug Mosier along with Kathy White. It's 8-4.
0: This is WNBF First News. Here's Doug Mosier.
3: It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasure at hand
6: Good morning to you and welcome to day 159 in 2021. We still have 206 days left and hope you're having a good morning, whatever you're doing. Mentioned on this date, back in 1968, authorities announced the capture in London of James Earl Ray, the suspected assassin of civil rights leader Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Also on this date, Elvis, his seventh film, Wild in the Country, premiered in Memphis 7th film in 1961. Elvis did a lot of films. He wasn't a great actor, but the women liked to watch him, and he liked to sing the songs as well. We mentioned 1968, Rolling Stones released the single Jumpin' Jack Flash. Rick Wakeman left the rock band Yes in 1974 to pursue a solo career, but the real underlying issue, he hated the latest Yes album, Tales from the Topographic Oceans. He rejoined two years later. And a guy like Rick Wakeman, he's just a a keyboard genius, man. Yes itself. Yes is such a uh, phenomenal group, most people won't even try to do a Yes cover because it's just difficult. Can you play Mood for a Day? I don't. I can't. Uh, Actor James Darren is 85 today. Singer Nancy Sinatra, 81. Singer Chuck Negron from Three Dog Night, the only original guy left. Corey Wells passed away and uh, Danny Hutton also passed away. Uh, Chuck Negron is 79 today. Singer Bob Skagg, 77. Dilbert cartoonist Scott Adams, 64 today. I haven't looked at a Dilbert cartoon in a long time. Actor David Sutcliffe from Gilmore Girls is 52 today. And rapper Kanye West is 44. Guitarist Derek Trucks from the Allman Brothers Band and the Tadishi Trucks Band is 42 today. Some of the famous folks that are celebrating along with uh, other people. Are celebrating. Hope you're having a great day. I'll be jumping into the uh, WNBF Binghamton Now chair coming up. Of course I, I mentioned yesterday I do my show standing up, although I may I may use a chair today for a little while, you know <laughs> it's after six hours of standing up. But uh, always enjoy it. Had a great time yesterday. We talked uh, about in great detail about Norman from Norman's uh, supermarkets And a lot of people never realized what a really nice guy he was underneath that gruff exterior. He was really a a very honest guy and a very compassionate guy towards many people in the area here. He helped a lot of people. We talked to different businesses who said he lent a hand when they needed help. A couple people called me this morning. One guy called me this morning. I think he was a former police officer, had some real nice things to say about Norman. And I invited him to call back after 9 uh, because we'll be taking your phone calls on pretty much anything. Anything you don't even want to talk about. Uh, one of the the fun the things that I found really ironic this morning was the the incentives that they keep coming up with for uh, getting the COVID-19 vaccination. vaccination. Here's one of the latest. You've
13: heard about offers of free food, drinks, even cash to entice people to get a COVID vaccination. Washington state officials say licensed cannabis dispensaries can legally offer free marijuana to promote on-site vaccine clinics.
6: Now let's be sure that's state legally, not federal legally, because it's not a, it's not legal on a federal level. And remember, Mentioned that yesterday. Like, will it ever? Who knows? Who knows? You, you never know. Uh, I, I would. I would defer that to somebody who uh, is more in the political arena would know more about how laws are enacted, uh, what the differences are. And how you go about doing stuff like that, so I wouldn't know. So anyway, we'll be taking your phone calls, not now, but um, we'll be taking your phone calls uh, a little bit after 9 this morning following Kathy's headlines. It's tough to to answer the phones and uh, and do this when you're, you're doing the First News Binghamton show because really it's all about information and things that are going on in the world, and that's what we try to bring to you. So uh, it's difficult sometimes to answer the phone, and and the irony of that is that a lot of times I'll be talking on the air, the phone will be ringing, and the minute I shut the mic off and go to commercial break, the phone stops ringing. (laughs) So figure it out for yourself. Weather-wise today, we've got showers and thunderstorms, and most likely it's going to happen, folks, There's about a 70% chance. We could see some heavy rain as well. Highs in the low to mid 80s, which is above what the norm is for this time of year. Kathy had mentioned um, low to mid 70s is normally what our high is in uh, the beginning of June. But we're seeing a little bit more warmer weather. Now, we'll see more June-like weather as we get into the weekend with temperatures in the low 70s and mid 70s. So uh, we'll have to wait and see how that unfolds. But uh, right now, you uh, we'll probably won't be doing a lot of lawn work uh, unless you do it in between the raindrops. WNBF First News, 822. Good morning and thank you for allowing us to be part of you.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's Doug Mosher.
6: Welcome to the show, my friends, and thank you for making us part of your morning, too. Talked about this earlier, uh, a runaway steer. And then there was uh, there was uh, <laughs> it was something about a, a, a runaway steer earlier this uh, this year, a fifteen hundred pound steer that ran away after they were taking it to the slaughterhouse. Imagine that. Uh, well, now authorities in Johnston, Rhode Island, are trying to rope in another animal on the run. This time, it's a donkey was spotted Sunday evening near the town's border it was seen again about 90 minutes later but by the time police arrived the donkey had split a local tv station aired video from a motorist showing the donkey dashing down a street as cars streaked by it's unclear who owns the donkey somebody's got to own it probably but uh, yeah they had that that uh, 1500 pound steer was on the loose for a couple of months before being recaptured in late march and i don't know what the fate was of the poor steer. But uh you know, no dummy there. He's like, uh take me to the slaughterhouse. I'm
10: I'm hightailing it out of here. Let's get an entertainment update. <coughs> DC Entertainment News. Actor Owen Wilson had to go to Marvel school for the new Disney Plus series, Loki. Big metaphor guy. I love it. Tom Hiddleston plays plays the trickster god from the Thor and Avengers movies. And Wilson says his co-star gave him a crash course on the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
5: Tom Hiddleston was uh, very generous and kind of uh, spending a few days with me just kind of explaining the whole mythology and lore.
10: Loki It's Disney Plus tomorrow. The boss planning his Broadway return. Bruce Springsteen's Springsteen on Broadway will be back on the stage June 26th for a limited run. This wasn't a show that was shut down because of COVID. It debuted in 2017, and Springsteen stopped it over a year later. He says he loved doing it, and he's thrilled to be a part of reopening Broadway. Taylor Swift's Evermore is number one again on the Billboard 200 album chart, returning to the top for a fourth, non-consecutive week. music and fashion mogul Kanye West is 44 today. Jason Athens, ABC News.
6: Yeah, you know, I read about that Bruce Springsteen show going back on Broadway, and and the first thing that came to mind was how long is the show going to be? Because Bruce's concerts are known for being... Very lengthy. The last one I attended three and a half hours. Three and a half hours, and he's been known to go four hours. So I don't know the Broadway shows. People will be trying to leave. No, don't leave yet. I'm not done. Uh, might be there was a when I was out in Branson, Missouri. Probably twenty. Oh God, almost thirty years ago. Uh, I was out in Branson, Missouri. There, there was a, a Asian fiddlerist yoshi i forget his name but he, the guy was phenomenal he was a phenomenal f- fiddle player and he you know would come out of this little opening that would open up and he'd do a flip and start playing and he, i mean this guy was just incredible but he played forever and it's like after about an hour people are like all right I, i've heard enough i want to go and he'd, he'd like pause or something and people would start getting up and he'd go no no wait don't leave there's more and uh, one thing I do remember, and if you, any of you have ever ever gone to the show out there with it, I want to say his name was Yoshi. Tab- I can't remember what his name was. and I don't want to mispronounce it. But um, he, uh, he had these beautiful bathrooms. And that was one of the things that you'd want to go see, check out. That They said, check out the ladies' room. Well, I, I don't want to go in the ladies' room. Well, check it out. you got to check it out. So the, the guys would be peeking into the ladies' room to see uh, this f- phenomenal uh, bathroom, aesthetically just incredible. And I, but I remember, you know, we were getting, no, no, there's more. People would want to get up and leave because they've heard enough. I mean, after you heard somebody just lightning on the fiddle for an hour, it's like, okay, I'm done, you know. But anyway, I'll have to find his name. I know it's, it's I'm sure it's out on the Internet. He's probably still performing out there. I wouldn't doubt it. This was back in the early 90s, though, uh, when Branson, Missouri, was just starting to kick up. I started getting a lot of different acts out there, so I'll have to check that out. Alright, more on the other side. Kathy, up next.
0: Wake up with the news and information you can trust. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White.
2: Good morning. The WNBF Twin Tiers forecast is calling for some hit and miss showers and thunderstorms today. Depending on how long a storm hovers over top, you could get some heavy rain and maybe some localized flooding. hi today in the low to mid 80s a senate investigation into the january 6th insurrection at the u.s capitol has found broad government military and law enforcement missteps surrounding the attack the bipartisan review found a breakdown within multiple intelligence agencies and a lack of training and preparations for the capitol police who were quickly overwhelmed A global sting operation involving an encrypted communications platform developed by the FBI has sparked a series of raids and arrests around the world. Law enforcement authorities say Tuesday Operation Trojan Shield involved police swoops in 16 nations, resulting in 800 suspects arrested and more than 32 tons of drugs being confiscated. A special presidential task force on the reunification of migrant families separated under the Trump administration is releasing its initial findings.
13: Job number one for the interagency task force on the reunification of families was finding and identifying children who were separated from their parents or legal guardians after crossing illegally into the country. Around 1,800 of the minors are back with their families, leaving more than 2,100 who are not. Task Force members say a major challenge in tracking down, identifying, and returning children to their families has been a lack of records maintained by the previous administration. Jim Ryan, ABC News.
2: New York Governor Andrew Cuomo says there is nothing to be confused about concerning school children and masks. Addressing reporters about a letter from the health commissioner on Friday saying masks would become optional unless the Centers for Disease Control provided guidance to the contrary, the Democrats said the state always has adhered to CDC recommendations. The governor says while students must continue to wear masks indoors, schools can choose to allow students to go maskless outside. Cuomo says officials want to make sure the rules for school districts do not have a disconnect with the guidance for camps and summer programs. He says after consulting with the CDC, New York is going to modify the guidance and allow schools to choose no mask outside for children, but that is up to local school districts. The current CDC guidance on summer camps says even unvaccinated students are not required to wear masks outdoors, but those students and unvaccinated staff must be masked and maintain social distancing while inside except for eating and drinking many school districts teachers groups and parents were confused when they suddenly heard friday that masks would not be required starting monday only to have state education officials sunday to notify districts that the state agencies had decided to hold off on lifting the mandate at least one school district reportedly called a snow day yesterday until things could be sorted out new york will lift more covid 19 rules Once, 70 percent of adults have at least one shot of a COVID-19 vaccine, shutting down the emergence of new variants of the virus. It's a target that Governor Andrew Cuomo says he hopes the state can reach in a matter of days. About 68.7 percent of New York adults have received at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, according to federal data. A smaller percentage of New York's entire population of 20 million residents, that includes children, have received at least one dose you <laughs> Cortland County Sheriff's officials have more information about a fatal motorcycle crash over the weekend. Authorities say 30-year-old Cameron Rodriguez was pronounced dead at the scene of the crash on Telephone Road in the town of Solon. The cause of the crash is still under investigation, but investigators say they believe Rodriguez was alone on the motorcycle and no other vehicles were involved when the bike left the road and hit an earthen embankment. Deputies were called to the scene around 10 minutes to 1 on Saturday afternoon, but the initial investigation indicates that crash may have happened sometime on Friday evening. The investigation is continuing. Broome County is the first in the state that will allow 12- and 13-year-olds to hunt deer with firearms and crossbows. Legislation recently passed by the legislature has been signed by County Executive Jason Garner. Garner says hunting in the southern tier has always been a family tradition for countless generations, but younger members have only been allowed to take smaller game with firearms. The Democrat says it only made sense to allow hunters to also be able to take Deer responsibly and safely with firearms under supervision. Like adults, junior hunters will need to be licensed and take a hunting safety course. Supervision by an experienced and licensed adult hunter is also required, along with hunting safety protocols like wearing fluorescent clothing. This is where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF.
0: WNBS First News. Here's Doug Mosier. And good morning to you. Hope you're having a great day.
6: Uh, The rain will be coming down a little bit later on. We're still waiting on it, but uh, there's uh, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast today. About a 70%, and could be some heavy rain in those storms, too. I didn't see much yesterday. We were supposed to get a little bit, uh, it was just warm. I uh, had a chance to sit out on the deck and for a little while until the heat got to me. And I said, i got to go back in, in the air. I can't stand this. <laughs> Entitled American, right? Guilty. Anyway, hey, you God bless America, right? <laughs> oh, well, hope you're having a good day, though. Uh, we'll see some clouds tonight, maybe a chance of showers and thunderstorms. And again, maybe some heavy rain in there, patchy fog, lows in the mid-upper 60s. Apache Morning Fog Wednesday, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mostly cloudy, highs in the mid-80s. And I don't know if you have uh, been to the movies lately or you're going. There's uh, like three, I think there's like three films that are playing locally in the theaters here. Uh, One is The Quiet Place Part 2. Another one is The Conjuring, uh, the latest Conjuring movie. And then there's Cruella, which is also on Disney Plus, and I did already rent that and uh, watched it. And I was mentioning before that really I, we rented it because we thought we were going to have the, the granddaughter watch it. And she watched about maybe half hour of it. And she's saying, nah, I'm done with this. It's not really a kid movie. It's not it's not anything that kids couldn't watch. But I don't know if it's quite up to a 70-year-old's attention span. But maybe if you're, if you're a preteen or a little bit older, a tween or a teenager, probably would like it. And, and I certainly think adults would like it, too. It's a, it was a good movie. I thought Emma Stone... Really played a good part. It's kind of a prequel to Cruella Deville and Cruella Deville and the 101 Dalmatians thing, and but there wasn't 101 Dalmatians in it. There were three, though. I will tell you that. Uh, but it was uh, an interesting movie, very interesting. You know what else was an interest, interesting movie too? If you get a chance to see it, the new Saw movie, which is called Spiral, because you know normally the Saw movies, and I did mention this. So forgive me if you heard me talk about this before. I mentioned it at the beginning of the week. The Saw movies are very gory. They're like you put in a situation where you have to cut your arm off to get out of this situation or something like that. Uh, and it can't be really graphic. And the rest of the Saw movies have always followed that that graphic theme. And this one does, but it has a twist. The twist is Samuel L. Jackson and Chris Rock are in this movie. And they're father and son in this movie. And it's just great. I mean, I love Samuel Jackson anyway. And Chris Rock is hilarious. So uh, those two together, even though it's it's gory and there's, there's scary, suspenseful parts in it, there's also some funny stuff in it, too, that's hilarious that you will laugh out loud. So I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a, a good blend of, uh, you know. And finally, some creditable actors in the Saw movies, because they never really had any in there before. Had a couple. But they weren't as, they weren't as creditable as Sam Jackson or Chris Rock. Those guys are you know they're they're uh, A actors on the A actor list. So it was kind of cool to see that. So that's another movie that's out there. And then there was uh, the Angelina Jolie movie, which I didn't care for because, quite frankly, the whole I, whole thing where she's on the run, it never really said why. So it was kind of some holes in that you know and then finally uh, the movie parasite which won all those awards uh the, the south korean film it came out not this year but last year won a bunch of academy awards but it's in korean so you have to watch the subtitles and watching the subtitles you can't really watch the movie so you miss a lot you miss a lot of the definition you know good movie though i will say it was a good movie and uh, it was nice to see that. And I know uh, the, the Asian, South Korean film industry was real proud of that movie. It was kind of a breakthrough movie uh, for Asian films, I think. You know, at least in my opinion it is. Because years ago, remember we had the Godzilla movies, the Japanese movies, and they were dubbed, and their mouths would move. And, you know, of course, it wasn't moving to because somebody else put it. Gamera! Gamera! Anyway, uh, they were fun to watch, but, you know, it was uh, very cheesy, very campy in a lot of ways. And this one was a little different. So, yeah, I would I would recommend it if somebody wanted to watch it. But, again, the subtitle thing, that's just not for me, you know. WNBF First News Time is 842. We'll get on the weather right into the weekend for you. And uh, we'll have our job report coming up in just a couple of minutes. So get ready for WNBF's Binghamton Now. Yours truly. Sub it in again today. Looking forward to it. 72 degrees. Good morning.
3: First News Time was
12: Hi everybody, this is Bill Flynn. I'm always telling people that my Sunday polka show has two different kinds of listeners. While both enjoy the polka music, many want to know what's going on in our community. Where am I going? What event is next? Who's on the phone? Who am I talking about? Then we have another audience that just enjoys listening to the very latest and fresh local news, sports, and weather. And just like throughout the week here at WMBF, we cover all of that on Sunday morning, live and local, with Kevin Bixby. We are always live. You're not listening to a recording, you're not listening to a computer. So join us for full service radio, Sunday morning, beginning at 7, the built in show with Kevin Bixby on WMBF 1290 and WMBF.com.
3: WMBF.
0: Welcome to First News Binghamton with Doug Mosier on News Radio 1290 WNBS.
6: And as we always do this time of morning, we go out to the Career Center at the Oakdale Mall in John City, our Broom Talga Workforce New York job report. Steve is joining us right now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Doug. I'm excited to hear about uh, all the opportunities. I know there's a lot of people out there looking for work, so we'll go ahead and let you give us your job report.
14: Wonderful. All right. So for today's first hot job, we have the ST Monroe and Fahey Funeral Homes looking for an office administrator. Duties include answering calls, scheduling appointments, greeting visitors, managing correspondence, and other administrative tasks. The ideal candidate will have a significant, fast-paced, client-facing work history. Our second position is with Lupo's Bottling, LLC, seeking a production worker and bottling their marinades. This is a full-time production position, including mixing ingredients, using production machines, packaging, labeling, loading, and cleaning. And then our third hot position for today is with Slavic & Company. They are looking for five HVAC technician Plumbing apprentices. These positions are available for anybody who is interested in plumbing, HVAC, and fire protection, OSHA 10 or 30 preferred. Um, And then, of course, as far as our upcoming recruitments, we've got some back to back uh, job recruitments coming up today. Tomorrow is the Family Enrichment Network job fair being hosted from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. at 24 Cherry Street in Johnson City. And then on the 10th, right here, Center Court in the Mall, is our next recruitment. We're going to have Sam Lupo & Sons, Willow Run Foods, Broom County Government, Nursing Connection, looking for positions such as, again, the bottling worker that I mentioned earlier. We've got Night Warehouse, CDLA Driver, Principal account clerks, information security analysts, CNA positions and more. So if you're interested in any of those positions, you want to get some look at your resume ahead of time, maybe talk about some interview coaching, feel free to give us a call, six oh seven 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 eight six four uh 2136, or find us on Facebook at Broom Tioga Works.
6: And Steve, you guys always do a great job. I highly encourage people to reach out to the Broom Tioga Workforce Career Center out in the Oakdale Mall if you need help with this because they can get you through. You guys have several programs and, and you're awesome. You put people back to work. So, looking forward to it and Steve, will look forward to another job report tomorrow.
14: Absolutely. Have a good day, Doug. You too.
6: Bye now. Room Tiger Workforce in New York folks, seriously, if you're uh, trying to get back into the workplace again, uh, a lot of people have been out for a while. Some people are looking to change careers. There are a lot of opportunities. People need to get back to work. We need to ditch this unemployment stuff. Uh, it's turning into welfare. You know, we need to make sure that we get back into, uh, into, not into, the, it's easy to fall into those habits. And don't get me wrong, there's some people that really need the money and I get that. But, Also, you know, there are plenty of openings and plenty of jobs for people to get out there, and uh, we encourage you to do so. And we'll get more job reports for you throughout the week, every weekday morning about 845 right here. News Radio 1290, WNBF. Coming up a little bit later, and when I say a little bit later, probably about 15, 20 minutes from now, it'll be WNBF's Binghamton Now, where you are the star. You call in, you talk about what's on your mind, and there's a lot of things going on in this wild and wacky and frustrating sometimes world and stressful stuff that people like to talk about, or maybe something on the lighter side. We talked yesterday about several different things. In our community, old radio shows, Norman from Norman's Supermarket, we brought Norman back. And it's fun to listen to some of you talk about uh, your, your, you know, the influences in your life, people in your family, your grandparents. And different people who, uh, you know, you kind of bring them to life when you talk about them. And I always say that. They're, they're always alive in your heart whenever you bring, you know, whenever you talk about them. And I, I enjoy so much sometimes just sitting and reminiscing about people that I haven't seen in years, people that have passed on years ago. And, uh So it's always nice to talk about those types of things as well. But we'll leave that up to you and we'll have a chance to call you'll have a chance to call in. I'm here all week in for Bob, WNBF's Binghamton now, a little bit after nine this morning. We're gonna wrap things up here for First News Binghamton. Get a look at your forecast into the weekend as well, and a few other housekeeping items as we touch up and put the finishing touches on WNBF's First News Binghamton. Seventy three degrees right now at eight.
3: WNBF Jeremiah was a bullfrog Was a good friend of mine I never understood a single word he said But I helped him a drink of wine it, it a
6: wine Everybody And I uh, stand corrected. Today is Chuck Negron's birthday from Three Dog Night. He's seventy-nine. I mentioned that all three of the uh, three lead singers were dead. That's not true. Corey Wells did pass away, but Danny Hutton is very much alive. Danny, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. He's seventy-eight years old. Stephen, thank you for uh, calling in and correcting me on that. Danny Hutton, uh, one of the singers in Three Dog Night, very, very much alive. So there, I get this, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean this.
3: What did he say?
9: Him say, you big dummy.
6: I stand corrected. All right. <laughs> Danny the Three Dog Night concept was the three lead singers. Chuck Negrin, Danny Hutton, and Corey Wells saw them many times here at the arena. And uh, they were awesome. They really were a good group in the seventies. I, I enjoyed so much of their music, had a lot of their albums. Uh, I think the last album I bought from them wasn't the last album they did, but it was in seventies It was late mid mid seventies, maybe called Three Dog Night, Hard Labor, and that had uh, the Show Must Go On, and uh, sure as I'm sitting here, and some of the other ones too. But uh, Three Dog Night, huge group uh, during my time. And uh, so, anyway, Danny Hutton will be 79 in September, September 10th. So we wish him well. And if he's listening, sorry I said you were dead, Danny. Coming up, it's WNBF's Binghamton Now with Bob Joseph. And we'll uh, get you up to date right now with what's going on weather-wise. Got some patchy morning fog burning off. Of course, mostly cloudy today. Chance of showers and thunderstorms, and maybe some heavy rain in there too. Highs in the low to mid 80s. Mostly cloudy tonight. Showers and thunderstorms, and maybe some heavy rain overnight. Lows will be in the mid to upper 60s. We'll see more patchy fog most likely tomorrow morning. Maybe on your commute. Mostly cloudy. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. Highs in the mid 80s, and then partly sunny on Thursday. Chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Low 80s, and a little bit cooler. As we get into the work, uh, the end of the work week uh, on Friday, low seventies with a chance of showers, and then mid seventies on Saturday, partly sunny. We'll see what happens. Generally, that shakes out a little bit one way or the other. We may get more sun, or we may get more clouds. By what time we get into uh, the weekend coming up here, boy, it's, it's June is going by quick too. You know, we're already uh, almost one third over in June uh, before you know. It. And it's weird because the Fourth of July this year is uh, on a weekend, it's on a Sunday, but it's also the weekend of the Dick's Sporting Goods Open. So a lot of things going on at Enjoy uh, over the uh, 4th of July weekend. And many people uh, opting for maybe the Monday off to make it a three-day weekend. Some people may be opting for the Friday before off, which I may be doing. (laughs) I thought I'd pass that along. But anyway, uh, yeah, so... That will be here before you know it. Maybe some celebrations possible as we get uh, closer to 4th of July. We may have some fireworks this year. Don't know what uh, the outcome is for all of the different things that we normally see this time of year. But uh, we will wait and see. Got the Rumble Ponies in action beginning tonight. They're back in town for 12 games, 6-6. Six and six. It'll be 6 against the Bowie Bay Sox and then 6 against the Portland Sea Dogs. And uh, Rumble Ponies, as of late, have been playing really good. They came off uh, a six-game road trip. They won five out of six there, seven out of the last ten. And they've been clobbering the ball, too. They've been hitting really well. So um, we'll look for more of that tonight on a two-for-Tuesday at Morabito Stadium here in downtown Binghamton. Baseball back in town. Excited about that, too. Things are starting to open up uh, in different areas. But the mask thing is still confusing the living hell out of me. I don't know about you. But it, it's confusing. And then I heard red-eye radio guys talking about the masks and getting on a plane, and you have to have a certain type of mask on the plane. or well, they won't let you on. And that's true because that happened to me. I had one of these uh, masks, sort of like a, a, a robber mask that you put up over your face, you know, and it kind of sits on your neck. And I use that everywhere. I used it in the airports. I actually used it uh, on the flight down, but on the flight back when I got, uh, when I was checking in, the person at the uh, terminal said, they're not going to let you on the plane with that. So I had another, one of those official masks that my wife gave me that the nurses wear, you know, at the hospital once. And uh, and then I wore that one and they didn't say anything. But one of the red Eye radio guys was talking about that, saying that um, they were, you know, stipulating whether you could wear that mask or that mask. And, you know, some of those masks people wear are just disgusting. They've been wearing them all summer or all winter or whatever. And they're just disgusting. And and, and so how, how can that possibly be sanitary, you know? <laughs> I don't know, you know? And then you watch, as I've said before, you watch these sporting events on TV, and everybody in, in the arena doesn't have a mask on. The players are out on the court sweating and breathing all over each other. They don't have a mask on. The coaches... They don't have a mask on. The commentators, they don't have a mask on. Then the girl down on the sidelines—we're going to get down to so and so on the sidelines—got a mask on, you know, wearing a mask. And it's like, why? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I find it sometimes extremely pretentious, but I, I can't say. You know, I mean, I don't want to—I don't want to offend anybody, and, and I don't want anybody to think that I don't take viruses seriously. But I don't know. What's right and what's wrong when it comes to this? It seems like there's about eight sets of rules. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. You know, Uh, the masks are coming off, though. They are more and more. The masks are coming off. So uh, we will see where we go from there. Who knows, huh? I can tell you where we are going from here. We're going to go to ABC News in a couple of minutes. And Kathy White standing by with the latest local headlines for you. We'll get you up to date with that. We'll get ready for three hours. Of conversation with you WNBF's Binghamton now sitting in for Bob Joseph today it's yours truly and I'm looking forward to it I want to hear from you let me know what's on your mind you want to talk about what's going on in the political arena you want to talk about what's going on with COVID you want to talk about what's going on in Binghamtonian history movies entertainment music anything you want to talk about We'll uh, we'll leave that up to you all right we'll be coming up in just a moment with that ABC News Coming up right now as the buckaroos fade away. WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. Good morning, 9 a.m.